Welcome back to two C's and a B. Matthew, look at us. Our grade cards improve every single week. <laughs> we turned yeah. in some we turned in some missing assignments. Uh, you know, did a little extra credit. Next thing you know, our D became a B. Uh, so two C's and a B this week. Boom. Uh, you know, we, we missed last week because we, uh, we we self-quarantined ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we we had to have the Tiger King's number one fan back. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to figure out just where his video ranked in the YouTube Tiger King dating search. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, you know, and this is a man that we had on for uh, – this is now his third time on the show. Uh, his second time we – was uh largely acclaimed and many have said including us that it was our most important and impactful show um so we had to have him back for a least important and very very impactful show uh bobby hines welcome back to the show my friend hey thanks guys it's good to be here there's uh, nothing I'd rather talk about than the Tiger King. Yep. Yeah, full disclosure, Bobby is taking this call from a uh, parking lot at a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, that's how important. Well, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts yeah, and thoughts, prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Bobby's going to go into a Walmart on uh, Christmas oh. Eve Eve. Uh, oh. So, you know, they, they said being an adult is uh, is easy. It's not, man. You go to Walmart on Christmas Eve Eve just to make sure some things are going to happen. So, uh <laughs> Well, hey, fellas, let's just pick it right up. You know, last yeah. week with uh, with uh, Brian, we left off on episode two, so we're gonna we're gonna cover episode three, four, and five. Um, I mean, there's some there's some things in here that that I want to get to. That um, man, I I mean, there's some there's some words that were used that I haven't heard used in in quite some time, but we will get there. Um, <laughs> Episode three picks up with uh, Bobby's uh, one of one of Bobby's favorite human beings on earth, uh, Mrs. Carol Baskin. Miss Carol Baskin. Carol. Talking Carol Baskin. I don't know what we call her. Uh, reading her diary entries. Um, you know, so so Carol's going to come out here. We're going to read these diary entries because those are going to prove her innocence. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Bobby, what'd you think of those diary entries, man? Tell us, uh, did it make you did it make you think that uh, Carol was less guilty, more guilty? Where where'd you land on Carol's diary entries? Look, she's as guilty as it gets, and she's been covering her tracks the whole time. Her whole deal is she wants every cat in the world. If she if it ain't in her zoo, she don't want it around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. No, amazing because and, the- and she killed him. She killed him. She killed him. Oh you yeah. Know, Last week, uh, last week Brian had a theory that uh, is probably probably pretty spot on, and it was that uh, hey Don Lewis probably just passed away of old age, um, but you know I don't know I don't know so you're you're there. Well, well, what'd you what'd you make of um, the the former housekeeper saying that her signature had been forged on all of Don's wills? I mean that that's that's pretty it's pretty damning evidence right there. So to me, housekeepers know a lot of things whenever they're working in celebrity status homes, we'll call them. Sometimes they're the, uh, sometimes they're the eyes and ears of everything. So, you know, you can run with the housekeeper. Whatever makes Carol Baskin's guilty, we run with it. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt did, you, did you catch that? You need to, uh, I think you need to get rid of that housekeeper, dude. 
Oh, you got a house- Matt, uh, you got a housekeeper? Of course not. No. Yes, my he does. <laughs> he lives in a gated community. Oh, oh my everybody God. that lives no, in a gated community true. has a housekeeper. None of this is true. And also, <laughs> just like in my mind, like, I really am to the point now where, and I think, uh, you know, Brian helped me get there. And, and now Bobby's helping me get here. Like, I don't think you can believe anybody in this story. And I think everybody's dirty and everybody's got like some piece of like, very bad intention in what they're doing and everything they do. And so, and and that includes this housekeeper that I think ultimately <laughs> if, if her story, if she's got no story here, then she's not on this documentary. She's not a part of any of this. And I'm, I'm curious and, and I'm still go back to the police. Right. And I go like, they keep saying that there's, there's an open investigation and all these things. And, that, and that's where part of me is like, if this woman is telling the truth, then that's the part that that makes me feel like she's not though, because I just feel like all of this would already be kind of a tight, tighter, controlled thing. Like they were building a case, you know. Well, you I know, don't know, her brother was on the police force because you know when she had that those missing hours in there, and she went down to the yeah. convenience store for the tiger milk. Which, by the for way, the tiger milk. <laughs> guys, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta derail here and ask you guys, uh, what's your favorite brand of tiger milk, Matt? What uh, when you're hitting the local quick trip, what uh, what brand of tiger milk are you getting? I like a uh, peach, the peach flavored tiger peach, milk, peach flavor. Bobby, where Bobby on your tiger milk? Where are you going on that? You gotta have a favorite like the, brand. Everybody <laughs> does. I like the Chateau banana. Oh yeah, the Chateau banana. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm I'm kind of a strawberry blueberry banana guy myself. Uh, you know, my tiger milk. Um, really bizarre. Know, those are the ones. Well, well, okay. So you guys, you guys think that the the housekeeper's dirty and has has something. They what about my man? Us. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, well, what about my man Kenny Farr, the handyman? <clears throat> I mean, you know, he he's going to say Don was all about guns, airplanes, money, and sex. I mean, honestly, it sounds like a, an ad for the legit poonhound FPP himself. <laughs> <laughs> but what what about what about Kenny? You know, he traded all those guns from Don, or was it Carol? No, wait, was it Don? Maybe. And somebody pointed the finger. It somebody Don. pointed the finger at Kenny, right? Like yeah, Kenny. Kenny seems to be making the case. That Don has left, right? He's making the case that in some ways Don is alive. He had a bunch of girlfriends in wherever Chile and Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. My bad. Okay. And then year olds. My, right. Exactly. So um, now, then someone else points the finger at Kenny Farr, right, and says maybe they should be looking at him, right, because he ended up with all the guns, right, at the end of all this, and some somehow. Yeah, Wasn't I that believe the- that that would be Kenny's ex-wife. That, uh, oh, that, right, well, I'm sure doesn't right. have a bone to pick here with Kenny. <laughs> so that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, no one can be believed, and that's ultimately why it ends up being a great story for Netflix and for everyone involved because it's so far from the truth that no one can be implicated. That's in some ways that's probably to me why the police and Brian mentioned it. He's he said he was surprised that the police were even on the thing at all, talking about it in any way, like that they're participating in any fashion being on this thing. And like, part of me is like, I agree. Like they either, they need to do something or they need to just like shut this thing down or it becomes this kind of thing where it does get a little scary because 
these people are getting like real death threats and real shit like that, you know, which is really interesting too. Well, and from my standpoint, their involvement in this particular documentary has made them like unbelievable in anything. I don't know if you saw the story of, uh, do you remember Vincent Jackson, the charger and Buccaneers? Yeah. Uh, the stuff yeah. that came out about him having CTE and all of that uh, yeah. this week right. in the news. Yeah. The Hillsborough County uh, coroner said that he died of alcohol abuse. I can't believe that guy. Right. I can't believe a word these people say. I mean, right. You know, I mean, any anybody with Hillsborough County, I can't believe them. <laughs> Is that the same so, county? Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so like near take, Tampa. You, if you take this whole list of shady characters and you just go down the line, I mean, the guy that really triggered the whole joe exotic going to prison he runs a place called the sausage castle have you checked out the sausage castle doesn't sound like something i would be interested in <laughs> yeah so it's the nightclub guy i can't remember his name why can't i remember his name the, the, um, uh, yeah the, the the jet ski brother the jet ski yeah, the jet, yeah 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 the jet ski guy so he owns the sausage castle and then you've got jeff Lowe, and you've got the crackhead hitman and you've got everybody associated. This is what in the methamphetamine is going on around here is what I want to know. <laughs> well, what about um, what about my dude Ripper? I mean, oh Ripper. Yeah, what about my guy, man? I mean, he's an internet sleuth. He's a YouTube uh, YouTube sleuth. <laughs> oh I mean, that's, yes, that's becoming a thing too. I mean, where it, it becomes a hindrance, I'm sure, to law enforcement, and it also becomes. You know, and but then there is the one in a million that really gets it right, you know. And so, like, you know, I don't know if you've seen the other Netflix thing that, uh, you know, whatever it is, don't F with cats. Yeah, don't F with cats, where that really was like a bunch of YouTube sleuths solved yeah. this kind of m murder mystery. You know what I mean? Where now that's becoming a thing that you get this kind of like, whether it's podcasts, you know, those damn podcasts. Um, Can't trust a podcast. Never, never trust those folks. And then, like, whatever it is, there's all these, like, side, and especially with true crime, right? True crime is such a huge, huge kind of side market now and side hustle oh, yeah. and all these people, you know. And so, yeah, you can make a YouTube channel. You can make a podcast. You can make a Netflix documentary, and it becomes right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, oh, and you're going to make money off of it, right? So exactly. Because people Start can't get enough check. of it. And the yeah. last thing you want to do, and in some ways then the, – the, the last thing you want to do is solve it, right? Because if you solve it, it's end of story, you know, like no one makes any money anymore. So as much kind of, and, and that's where I think, you know, you do have to keep it in the back of your head that they're in, intending very much to keep it vague because if they ultimately really, you know, sold the story one way or the other or gave as much facts as they could, it may not be a, as good a story, you know? Well, so... How believable do you guys find the uh, psychic investigator that um, <laughs> Don's daughter? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I thought it I thought it made a lot of sense. I mean, he he went to the site. He said there was some bad juju there. Uh, he started crying. Started, started crying, and then asked one of Don's daughters. Like this is really what pushed me over to the edge. That this guy knew what he was talking about. He's like. Uh, did you guys notice that I've been talking about chickens all day? <laughs> it's I found such... an empty. I found an empty chicken container. 
<laughs> I heard Mick this man is, on the side of the road. He's got to be a credit to his industry, really. That there is no industry. God, I hate psychics. Drive me insane. I can't now. Hold on. No. Hold and on, they already know down. that. Man. They already know that. I know, but it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. True, true. <laughs> they, they knew I would be mad by this. But I, they but they I, already know. <laughs> These kind of psychics are the ones that bother me, okay? Listen, if you've got some sort of fun little side hustle again where you're having some fun and you're reading some cards and you're doing all that, again, to me, okay, no one's hurt. But this kind of stuff where you're ultimately, to me, preying on people that are in very, you know, poor emotional state because they've lost loved ones and stuff, and, like, this is that's ex exploitation, you know? And and uh, yeah, this is this guy's a clown. Why do they even entertain these kind of things? I, that drives me crazy. Yeah, was uh, uh I, I, they, some of these kind of run together. Was this the one where was this the one where they had Carol on Dancing with the Stars? And then, yeah, yeah. Then they did the uh, yeah. the commercial right after her <laughs> with with John yeah. Phillips. Was this yeah. was that this episode? Was, was was he the attorney? Yeah. Was that the yeah. attorney? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because halfway through this episode, he's on the uh, the Dancing with the Stars commercial right after right. Carol goes. And then 20 minutes later, he gets fired by the daughters. And then he's representing Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. <laughs> because why wouldn't he be? Because why, why, why not? not? Why not? Oh, man. Is that the one where he pimped out the Cadillac and was going around? No, that was in two, wasn't it? No, that when was he went one. To, when they went to the when they went to the Trump rally, was that was that the two? Was that one or two? When different, they had the signs, different guy, different guy. That was the uh, different was, guy, yeah, different guy, different guy that was trying to get Joe Exotic exonerated. Wrong um, episode. <laughs> yeah, this one was kind of to me. This was really was a throwaway episode. Like this one was yeah. just a, uh, and I think this is the last episode that um, Carol Baskin's in. I don't think she's yep. in any any other episodes. Um, because the Tim Stark show. Oh, I think because he's my of the favorite uh, guy in the world. <laughs> I think. Oh, we're gonna get to Tim Stark. Just, just you wait. Just you wait till <laughs> we get to Tim Stark. Uh, so this one, they left us with a cliffhanger with uh, Alan Glover. That, oh, that was the uh, the hitman, right? Um, saying Joe was framed and he had something to say. And right. So that that's how we went off the air. Um, you know, to, to get you to continue binge watching uh, <laughs> this. And so they're good. Uh, they so know we, what they're doing. So we, we start episode four with um, episode. By the way, these have some fantastic names. Episode four is called the Lion King, but it's spelled L-Y-I-N. Clever. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this one is all about our guy, Jeff, uh, Jeff Lowe. Um, so this is the uh, the one where he's got the uh, VIP section with the hot tub and the tigers. Right. Good guy. Uh, right. Right. This is where Shaq. We're gonna have Shaq. I love how he just throws out Shaq. Shaq. Shaq yeah. Yeah. Shaq a beer. Jesus balls. Of all the names to just throw out there, could be anybody. Shaq. This is where we're gonna have Shaq yeah. going out, watch some tigers, hang out with some strippers in the hot tub. Shaq, hey, Shaq is gonna, he, he's going to roll south of Oklahoma City hang out with Jeff Lowe at the Tiger Park. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sure that Shaq, I'm sure he probably thought of Shaq because he's like, you know, we need to make this hot tub big enough for Shaq to get in. Like, <laughs> yes. when, when you're designing any 
VIP <laughs> lounge. Like, all about you know, Everything one has of the to things be shack you, really, you really want to do, you know, is like, you know, when I was trying to get you to, to you know, breakfast with Famer at your fish concerts, oh, um, I, uh, I was trying to think like, okay, I need a place big enough for like Shaq. Right. Shaq could, <laughs> could fit comfortably here, you know, and like, yeah. like the, the big show. Uh, Paul White, the wrestler, I need him to be able to fit here. I need yeah, the Undertaker. Right. I need the, you know, right. I need Kevin Garnett. Um, That's what it's all about. These are the people that I need to make sure are because if they can fit here, other humans of more normal <laughs> size would be able to fit comfortably, and I could probably get more of them in. But if I, if I design everything to Shaq size speci specifications, um, I, I think that th that's really the smart way to go. In, in my <laughs> opinion, I don't know how you guys feel, but. When I'm right. when when I'm when I'm specking out all of my VIP lounges, I think can Shaq fit in here? Uh, I'll I'll leave it. I'll open the floor to you guys to see how you guys do your process. I'm Where saying, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking that all the time. You know, when we're you know we might remodel here. You know, I'm like Shaq. I mean, he could easily just come by. He can knock on that door anytime. Yeah. So I got to be ready for him. Well, I mean, he's got to get dedicated. You first. said he's got to get said security remodel. Campbell said remodel, so he has a handyman and a house cleaner. Is that yeah. what you said? Oh, yeah, geez. Yeah. Here we go. He's got he's got Kenny he's got Kenny Farr on retainer. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Kenny Farr is gonna come out. He's gonna come over to Matt's house and make the doorways. That's right. I pay him so in guns. Jack can get through. Yeah, I just pay him in guns. <laughs> Let's get on. Speaking <laughs> of guns, let's get to let's get to Tim Stark here. Tim Stark, my man, freaking guy. So Tim and so now this is uh to me episodes four and five are really the the episodes that these are real genuine Tiger King episodes. If if we're, right. if we're staying true to the first season, like this is where Tiger King starts to become professional wrestling because <laughs> we have Jeff Lowe and Tim Stark. They're now going to team up. Yeah, they're going to partner up. Absolutely, but Absolutely. you know that neither are going to be long for this world because you know Tim Stark's going to stop in St. Louis to get a booty call, and he's going to kill all the animals. <laughs> kill five animals on the way <laughs> because he had to stop to get a booty call in St. Louis. Um, oh. you know, I mean, because I know when I'm driving from Indiana down to Oklahoma, I'm going to stop in St. Louis. That's where you implement. I mean, that's where everybody stops for their sure. booty calls. Absolutely. Again, though, I'll probably at least crack the windows for my tigers and my, you know, other exotic animals that I have in the in the trunk of my car. Though, I mean, that's at least something I'm gonna keep in mind. And it does go back to like, not to get too serious, but that is the level of like whether you. I think we all, everyone kind of falls in different places when it comes to the treatment of animals in some ways, at least on, on a certain level. But then there's a certain level I think we all can agree that like, no, anim these animals don't deserve this kind of treatment, you know, and these kind of clowns being in charge of them. You know what I mean? Like, well, this is know, such a shame. The, the weird thing is, is, you know, Bobby and I, Bobby is actually running a successful restaurant and I had a restaurant. Um yeah. We will tell you even the dead animals, such as chicken and beef and those types of things, uh, when they're shipped, they're actually in a temperature-controlled cooler. Environment. You know, I mean, they, they put them in a uh, they put them in a truck that is temperature-controlled. So yeah. you would think that 
like we we request that the the dead ones, yeah. the chicken that we're gonna cook and serve to humans, um, be kept at a, request, a yeah, cool they have to be, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, they have to be kept at a a specific temperature in order but for that's trans- why. And, transportation. And, 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 and again, not to get too serious, but that's where it does get to these these clowns like hugging these animals and like, you know, this goofball Tim Stark having this monkey climbing around him all the time and eating after him, eating out of his mouth and all that other shit is like, again, it's a show, you know. Well, like, wait, was that was that Tim or Sue that was doing that? No, that was Tim. That yeah. was Tim. That's, that's, okay. how he, that's, that's how he made his money. And then yeah. that judge ordered him to stop those shows and. Was, well, yeah, but I mean, it was all bad was for Tim. Timmy boy. so we had Tim and then we had Sue that was Tim's alter ego. That was a. Oh, yeah, 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 nicer. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, my dad, Sue was a nice guy. Me. Yeah. Sue was a nice guy. Um, my dad you know, called so. me Sue after the Johnny Cash song. <laughs> yeah. Was, he was born named you know, Sue. Sue. Which, you know, I mean, as a, uh, you know, I enjoy Johnny Cash's music and everything like that. And, you know, when when people do things like that, it makes, it ruins a good song for me. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> agreed. Cause you think about that now all the time. It's like, Oh God, that this guy. And yeah. then I see you down here. We do have to, I do think it's important to, to denote a couple things is that Jeff Lowe is literally speaking from a throne at this point, you know, <laughs> for, you know, with with the gal very skimpily dressed behind him with I think like a snake maybe or some yeah, some sort of some, uh, rocking some Cleopatra some like sort of laying laying blurred out in the background of the camera oh. like she is and then this is where we get the code sixty nine code sixty nine code sixty nine like where he's setting honestly, up his sex trafficking ring honestly man like is that is like some straight up like bros at a bar (laughs) type thing that like you know it's code that like literally everyone knows there is there's no subtlety to it whatsoever no but i i I will say you know back to what bobby's saying like there is it is funny but then they were kind of also using these animals to kind of like mesmerize these gals you know and like kind of use it as a way to and i think their fame once the first one came out just kind of fed into that you know what i mean and so in some ways they were kind of like these weird culty kind of like predators that were waiting for these gals to come into their place you know and then you know seducing them with money and the the tigers and the absolutely you know, and and really, in in defense of those girls, it's much better than the guys that use a puppy or a baby at, at the park to do the same thing. Listen, okay, fair. It's 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 an oldest time trick. It's an oldest time trick, but it gets gross when you do start to add in like again the the sex trafficking piece that like within yeah. within two weeks they're on a pole at this guy's tiger you know mansion where he's charging dudes to you know be there like that that gets a that's a little more than yeah, like he didn't he didn't charge shack i know shack was calm well no no <laughs> that's, that's always Shaq cut out and shack's got to be sick of getting his name thrown in i mean not to i don't want to like bring up some bad mode speaking of that i mean rest in peace you know kobe but man shaq got pulled into that whole thing too if you remember 
Like poor Shaq, man. He's just trying to live his life. And anytime anybody gets in trouble, they're like, well, Shaq did it. Shaq would do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sha- Shaq's coming. <laughs> Remember that? So like Sha- Shaq- Shaq's coming to my VIP, well, you know, Tiger Ring. Right. You know, the hey, interesting Shaq thing is. <laughs> oh, man. Shaq's just trying to stumble through a postgame show. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he just wants to be on set with Charles and Kenny and EJ. Right. Yucking it up, man. Yucking it up. Uh, how about, you know, the thing is though, is like, it's, uh, it's not necessarily Jeff. It's Lauren. That's, that's luring these girls in accurate too. No doubt. No doubt. She is a 100% accomplice in this weird, like thing. It's pretty gross, man. Was this the one where he got the DUI? That was five. That was the last one. That was in five. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's the last one. Everything started falling apart. But look, Jeff Lowe masterminded all this, every bit of it. It's all conspiracy, and there's so many conspiracies going on that you can't possibly believe anybody in any of this. So Jeff Lowe, Jeff Lowe is a known criminal, a known manipulator, a known con man, and everybody knew that whenever they jumped in bed with him. But Tiger King, oh, Joe Exotic, he needed somebody, and uh, he swiped that zoo right out from underneath his nose. And next thing you know, he's in prison, and that's it. And now Jeff he's Lowe, a, he's using, he, he used them tigers, he used them baby tigers in that bus on the strip to lure women. That's what he was doing. That's all he is. Yes, he's a agreed. He's a manipulator con man who somehow isn't already in prison. He's smarter than all these other goofs, and all these other goofs end up just rolling over or end up getting, you know, in trouble before he does, you know. And right? so, and he's, and he's standing there with a DWI looking good. Yeah. Well, it's like the uh, all of those guys, you know, they they all refer to like the hitmen and the private investigators that they hire. They they all refer to them as simple minded. Exactly. You, you know, like if I'm going to hire a, a hitman or a private investigator or something, you know, like that, I probably want somebody of intelligence that could pull the <laughs> that could do the job. Well, and I think that is that does go back to what we talked about before. And maybe the real question, like the bigger societal question in some ways, is the use of like FBI informants and like police informants in these scenarios. Because the question then becomes, you know, without this fake FBI, you know, hitman or this guy who was the informant kind of basically planting the seed in everybody's, you know, head, would this any of this have gone on? You know what I mean? And so... There is a right. level of like some of that's a little bit gross that that you know law enforcement will do that I'm not sure doesn't cross a little bit of a line of entrapment you know where it's it's you know if they're the ones putting the bad ideas into these guys' heads and then these guys go ahead and say well yeah sounds like a great idea like I'm, that doesn't feel super great to me you know yeah was this the one where they had the uh, the government official on on tape uh, I think saying, so well boy if we could get Joe to just do this right. This, this is yeah. literally saying exactly what they needed Joe to say. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I need him right. to say, I want Carol Baskins. Uh... It's the half baked. If you remember half baked, remember they go in there and they're they're trying to get the guy to say heroin, you know, or say say the drug name. And he's using all the lingo, you know, and they keep going. You mean this? You mean this? And the guy's like, yeah, all the different, you know, street names. He's like, you know, like exactly. And some of that is just a little bit kind of again entrapment you know and so but the but then ultimately like we've talked about there's no that's what i ultimately told deanna i'm like if all of them go to jail if joe exotic spends the rest of his life in jail 
who cares? Fine. He probably deserves it. And so does Jeff Lowe. So does every, probably everybody in this story, you know, honestly. And so my feeling at, by the end of this has always been like, especially this Tim Stark guy. And I know we're going to get to talking about him, but. Well, let's get in there. If Tim Stark doesn't have a spinoff series, uh, somebody is just leaving a license to print money on the table. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had a uh, heard a "See You Next Tuesday" uh, yeah. bomb dropped. That's a classic. <laughs> I do love "See You Next Tuesday." Yeah, uh, yeah. He, uh, he, he. How about his uh, his antics in the courtroom? I mean, yeah, he's not shy. Shy is not the word that we use with Tim Stark. Shy or. We've had the conversation, Andy, and I think it's important. I do. Like, I don't want to make it a big political thing, but I do think, man, like, I have never heard anyone speak like that to police officers, to to judges, and still be standing there, man. And I don't know if those cameras either had to help him or he's helped by the fact he's a white hillbilly, you know, surrounded by all these other hillbillies because, you know, like, I I just can't – anybody else – that's going to speak like that and talk like that to police all the way through this. I mean, think about all the way through it from when they're at his property. Right. And he's on there just talking all kinds of shit to them. And like, I just, for me again, I, I, you know where I'm at with, with policing and just different things like that. And it'd been growing up as a, my dad being a police officer. And then, you know, where I feel politically, it's a, it's a, it's not black and white, you know, there's a lot of gray areas, but geez, man, I, this dude got away with stuff. I've never seen any, but me, it, I don't know. And again, I don't know. I, Bobby, don't you agree? Like I, I I've never yeah. heard anybody speak like that. Hey, your face down on the pavement and they're talking about obstruction is what they're doing. Exactly. The, yeah. Contempt. You start doing that in the courtroom. Judge ain't going to listen to that. You know what I mean? It's, well, not, yeah, how about- it's not going on. So they kick him out. He's out in the hall and he's just right. raiding these people. And, and he's like, you know what? I can say whatever I want to him because I'm not in court. Well, yeah. And then, <laughs> then in this, this last episode, whenever it ended, you know, and they, they showed up at his place and he, he ain't doing shit till the judge gets on the phone. He gets the judge on the phone. How's that happen? I couldn't call a damn judge. Yeah. I was going to yeah. ask. Yeah. How, and, and by the way, how about the judge? He's like, yeah. I'm going to make this real yeah. brief. Uh, I I'm, love actually, the judge. I'm actually going to paraphrase. I'm going to paraphrase what the judge <laughs> yeah. says. I'm going to make this real brief. Fuck off. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Fuck off. You're going to do it. Goodbye. And then killing all the animals in St. Louis wasn't enough. He had the box truck hidden in the field <laughs> with some of the prized he animals. Hid all the animals in the box truck. Well, yeah. And oh, again, just not air conditioned, no. not ventilated, uh, uh, you know, rolls out to the reporters. Uh, I just don't understand how all these people got the funding and the money to come up with all these animals. Because I don't know if you guys have priced a tiger or a monkey or forty of them. Expensive. <laughs> you know, I, I you know what I mean? uh, Bobby, can and, you can you tell us how much they cost? Because I, I no. have not. Uh, <laughs> well, priced I any of these. I haven't since the first Tiger King, but I mean, our stimulus check probably could have came up with something—a nice down payment, twenty-five hundred, five thousand dollars. You want a tiger? You know what I'm saying? Right. Then you gotta feed. Then you gotta feed it. It's insane. And that's a whole other deal. Matt, what are you feeding yours? Uh, my tiger in my gated community here. Um, he is, don't know. Is, his, his housekeeper feeds it. Yeah. yeah well, when he's got to go down to the convenience store to get that tiger milk, 
No, my right. I get the tiger milk, and then my housekeeper feeds it caviar. It's a really <laughs> the very sophisticated tigers that we have yeah. in this rich neighborhood. Caviar, caviar, and three cans of tuna. It's good. So Carol yeah. is uh, so this is the one where Carol seizes everything. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah. uh, and here's another thing about uh, Tim Stark. He's on the lamb, right? Like, he's, he, yeah, right. He's he's on he's the run. Um, did he shave? Did he like change his appearance? I'm pretty sure he changed his appearance, right? Yeah, because by the time I mean, he's back in court, he grew some facial hair, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He had one of those <laughs> had, Groucho Marx, uh, yeah, had, had and all, noses had, and glasses. And had the Samuel Jackson motherfucker hat on. He was going. <laughs> Oh, man. So Carol seizes everything. Uh, Jeff and Lauren are heartbroken. This is where they get the DUI, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, ironically enough, last, the end of last winter, I took my mom to Dallas, and uh, we may or may not have stopped by the old zoo in Winniewood. Nice. <laughs> we, we would love to hear so, about this. Uh, we have all the time in the world. Floor is yours, so, Bobby. So it was empty at the time. Actually, there was police tape all around it. And, you know, whenever on the TV, unless you, they showed an aerial shot the other day, but in the first one, it looked like it was kind of out in the country by itself, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> this was in between two farms. He had neighbors right across the street. I mean, there was houses within 1,500 feet of his gate. <laughs> so oh. these poor na- these poor neighbors... And it was like a it was like a back road, like you know, like Bunshu Road. It was like he was going down Bunshu, and then all of a sudden, here it is. <laughs> and, and the trailers, hey, and the trade. There was three trailers up on the road, and there was the little concession stand, and then there was the office, and all that stuff was right up on the road. And, you know, and the cages and stuff were in the back. But it's like this guy had he had neighbors on both sides of him, and all that shit was going right there, man. I imagine what them people think. Well, and why do you move to the country? Because you don't want people around, right? Peace and quiet. You want peace and quiet. Right. You don't want, you know, you want you want space. You want land. You don't want people all up on you. A tiger zoo. You and end then, up with a tiger zoo. You know, <laughs> and most people that move to the country, they really don't care what their neighbors do because their neighbors are so far apart. Yeah. yeah. There is no way that those poor people are happy, man. Because I couldn't believe that was the thing that caught my eyes, how close other people were to this three ring circus these people got going on well and then the cameras you know for all the filming and everything else that'd be a nightmare too and then just all the people you know who are going to want to come by and look you know like right it just brings a lot of attention to a lot of folks but there was that one old boy that was kind of trying to buddy up was a neighbor right they had on there right was yeah. one of the old boys yeah. and neighbors trying to kind of help was he really trying to buddy up though I don't know what he was trying to do. He seemed like he was trying to play both sides a little bit and just try to help. Honestly, he seemed like a pretty nice guy. He was trying to like, you know, try to go, you know, he, he knew they had that shit and they were going to build it and it was going to happen. So try to kind of be a bridge between, you know, the kind of normal neighborhood people and, and then those clowns. But it was doomed from the get go because it's Tiger King people. Because these people. Yeah. So like, and then of course we've got to end with everyone switching sides and perjuring themselves absolutely uh, absolutely because like the the whole jeff lauren alan glover joe exotic um it's all <laughs> a i hate you this again pro wrestling i hate you brother but i hate them more yeah. we're gonna team up 
you know, I mean, we, is, we need Joe Exotic on the street. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the NWO invading WCW, and the Four Horsemen teaming up with Lex Luger and Sting. Absolutely, I've hated you forever, but brother, we've got a bigger enemy that we've got to fight, and we're gonna fight him together. I mean, this is like this is textbook, man. This is straight off of a professional wrestling script. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But it sells. It's, it works, you know. And I think this hey. one probably didn't really hit quite as much as the first one, you know, which which makes sense. I mean, there's, you know, well, some I of think it the is other one, the last right one time. had fantastic the, the timing. T- the, the timing on the first one was yeah. impeccable. Accurate. And so that's just kind of now you're getting kind of more of just, uh, if anything, now it's like a guilty pleasure, you know, in some yeah, way. Right. Right. Well, I think you probably watch it just to see what they're gonna what they're gonna roll out there. Yeah, because you know? the... like you know, and I, and and we'll close with this. Um, well, no, I want to talk about Alan Glover taking uh, uh, the lawyer John out to the uh, man. You know, if we can find this barbed wire that I tell oh, him, yeah. man, this is gonna be it. You know, five years, and he found it. Yeah, amazing. It's like, well, it's like, some it's like Brian. It was like Brian talking about like uh, Ripper sending those divers into the uh, the, into the, yeah, into the lake. swamp. Yeah, because uh, yeah, like anything that's at the bottom of that is not going to have already either <laughs> decompo- <laughs> decomposed yeah. or been the eaten alligators by the gators. By him. Yeah, the gators not going to touch it. <laughs> no, they knew it was evidence. So like, yeah. oh, don't don't eat that guy. <laughs> we can't go by the police line. The, the police the police fine. tape that's down here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh yeah, the uh the, the barbed wire that's gonna just decapitate him as Joe's buzzing through on his That's a hell of a plan. I kind of yeah, that was a wild one, man. They come up with some good stuff again. That's what again, all of this is is a absolute commercial for not to do drugs, kids. If you watch this, <laughs> like kids, listen, the, the, this is how you act and how you behave. So please don't don't do you know, all the other Nancy Reagan shit doesn't work. Just show yeah. entire Show him Tiger King. So um, we'll close with this. This is my last question. Um, any of you guys going to watch the Doc Antiel stuff? I can't believe that's a thing. Three episodes. <laughs> three episodes. It's probably worth watching. Yeah, He's also episodes. a cultist, too. He's kind of got a weird cult vibe going yeah, on. Yeah, he does. He's got six or seven wives, and I'm not real oh, sure right. what he's doing to the animals. Yeah, he's. It might be worth watching. It might be a show, Andy. Uh, well, I've, I've got it behind a few other. Uh, you know, I, I, as I mentioned, I've been I watched all of these on the treadmill and the uh, yeah. optical trainer. Um, right. So at a minimum, as I was watching these, um, I at least was getting some uh, physical ex- exercise in. Um, Important. You know, so it's. Uh, but you know, I might I might get Doc Antiel, but I got to be honest with you, he's gonna he's gonna be deprioritized at this point. I've got a couple <laughs> other things that that I'm wanting to get through. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Billions on no, uh, Showtime. Um, I think it's on season five. I've got like I don't know, maybe five or six episodes to finish this off. But it was one of those things where like the first season was amazing. Like the first season was so so good. And then you watch season two and you're like, okay, okay. And then you watch season three and you're like, 
uh, okay, yeah, all right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And then where I'm at now, it's like, oh my gosh, I just got to, I just got to finish this. Like just because right. I started it, um, kind of reminded me a little bit of how I met your mother. You know, mm -hmm. I got like four seasons into how I met your mother and I'm like, can we just meet the damn mom already? Right. Like, Where's she at? <laughs> but now I've got to, like, no, no kid's going to sit here and listen to his dad talk about all the, how much he plowed through the, uh, the single life in, <laughs> in New York city. Like, you know, I got a 15 year old. I, I, I haven't sat her down on the couch and been like, let me tell you about your dad's love life before I met <laughs> moms. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. actually if if i were to do that it would be like a uh like one of those three minute youtube videos um that would be that would be the extent of it so it wouldn't be a very long show um oh but uh all right boys well uh sounds like we've all got a little bit of last minute uh last minute christmas shopping that we need to do um, all right so uh appreciate you guys jumping on um Bobby, thanks for coming back. You, yes. you now have Bobby has bookended this uh, this illustrious podcast with the most important, impactful episode, and now he <laughs> follows that up with this dumpster fire of a least important. It really uh, makes sense. It really does. So, <laughs> all right, Bobby. Hey, man, we appreciate you. Yes, uh, thank you, you so much. Keep up the good bro. work, dude. Good to uh, see you, man. Keep keep still following you, man, and you're you're just you're doing great work, man. So kudos on that uh thank you for uh thank you for stooping down to uh to talk about the tiger king whatever man it was my pleasure anytime <laughs> anytime uh, anytime you want to talk a hey, tiger king three on the streets mark my word <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah because <laughs> it was a way better show when he was on the street yeah, yeah. when old boy gets out it's gonna be another deal <laughs> yeah. also you know we, we didn't we teased it we didn't really talk so, did any of you guys put in a video to be uh, Joe Exotic's uh, Bachelorette? Of course. <laughs> yeah, Matt, how far did you get hey, in the uh, selection I was process? Really, I mean, I got a rose like early on. I got a couple roses. I was feeling really good, and then I <laughs> I sent in like this really weird TikTok video where right. I only, you know, and it just really didn't fit the vibe, I don't think. And, you know, and I'm honestly also not a stark raving drug addict, you know, at least right now. So I really think that that probably disqualified me also. Yeah, so. I, I felt like mine, honestly, I felt like I didn't get further down the process. And um, I was a little disappointed, to be honest with you, that I didn't get that further down the process. But then sure. as I saw, um, I just, I think I needed to clean up my diet, cut the carbs out, more abs. Keep um, that workout on that treadmill, dude. Yeah, yeah. I needed, I needed yeah. more abs, uh, better definition <laughs> of my abs, really. To This new guy, he won't be around long. Nah, we'll he need won't. another bachelor. Because he's probably going to see the other half of Joe's face. Because, like, <laughs> exactly. All he's, exactly. <laughs> all he's seen is that. <laughs> and why, could, why yeah. could Joe get these YouTube videos, but he couldn't see the, the Tiger King show? Right in prison, right. right? Like he could see the YouTube videos, but he couldn't get the Tiger King show. Come it's on, weird. It's yeah, really there's got to be a bootleg copy running around. Right. You know, come on, so. dude. Everybody saw Spider Man <laughs> before it came out. Come on, you can see Netflix shows. Right. Hey, I entered the wrong contest. I got catfished, and it was bullshit. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> oh man, you know you just can't trust people anymore. Right. You can't trust that anybody. Not, that was not Joe Passage Maldonado, damn it. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, boys. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. The, uh, we'll hey, you too, later. guys. All right, see you, bye. Uh, good. Bye. bye. <laughs>